G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for 2023. And today we'll be reviewing Australia. Yes. And the operative word there is reviewing, not ranking. Because we traditionally do not rank Australia as a team. Because I think the one year that we did, Australia pretty much won. So we were like... (laughs) No, we need to make this kind of not bias. Yes, absolutely. But we will talk about Australia, the country. Now, Australia made its competitive debut at Eurovision in 2015 with a very creditable fifth place finish for Guy Sebastian in Vienna. They followed that up with their highest ever finish of runner-up for Dami Im's Sound of Silence in Sweden. And they've achieved two other top 10 finishes in 2017 and 2019. In Rotterdam, they failed to make the grand final for the first time. However, returned to the Saturday show in Torino in 2022 with Sheldon Riley finishing a very creditable 15th place with his song, Not The Same. Yes, well, interesting. Now, is it interesting how you refer to Australia as they? Was that a purposeful (laughs) thing? Because I always end up going... We did this, we did that, even though I did nothing but sit on my bum and watch it. <laughs> Trying to keep a distance there, Dale, oh, all right? You know, because yes. we, you know, I have given an objective review. I've got objective pros and possible drawbacks. So, yeah, I'm trying to keep it. This is your that. way to, you know, compartmentalize this whole <laughs> review process. Yes, very much so. Okay. Well, look, who do they have, do they have <laughs> representing them this year? Well, this year it will be Voyager with Promise. Voyager are a five-piece prog metal band from Western Australia, and they were actually formed last century, 1999, by the lead singer, Danny. Now, they've actually had a few different lineups over the years, but the current one have been around since 2011. So they've all been in the band since 2011 for over a decade together, and I think you can really see that in their experience. Talking about experience, they've had seven studio albums, they've toured around the world, and they came to prominence for Eurovision fans everywhere when they finished runner-up at Australia Decides in 2022, where they won the public vote. Even my dad voted for them, and my dad never does or watches anything, so (laughs) he was really into them. So they were internally chosen by SBS, who were like, hey, Australia, you voted for them last year in the public vote. Now we're sending them to Eurovision. Yes, and it was got a good reaction when they were announced as well. A lot of people were hoping they would get that chance. Exactly, and they've been amazing ambassadors ever since. All right, shall we talk about some of the pros on this one, Dale? Yes. Well, this song shows off exactly what this band does. It's authentic to them, and they've crafted it in a way to make the most of the three minutes they have available. Yeah, I love the stages that we go through with this song. I love that opening and the way that we get to connect with Danny and the lead singers down that camera. And then it builds and it builds. We have that anthemic chorus that continues to build until that epic, capital letters, epic finish. Probably one of the biggest finishes of Eurovision this year. Now, another great thing is the immediacy of this song. The chanting chorus in particular really does stick with you when the song is finished. In fact, by the second chorus, you find yourself singing along and chanting along to it straight away. 
Yeah, and I think they can give a real crowd moment to the song and the live performance because bands always have a very tough gig at Eurovision because you've got to mix a live band type arena performance with a down the camera TV thing. No one wants to see a, a rock band just looking down the TV camera, but they don't want to see them just perform to the crowd. And I think having that chorus is your kind of great anthemic moment in the stadium, which could look really good and sound really good on TV. I agree. Now, the song is written in a way to have pits and troughs. You have your synth elements, you've got your rock elements, you've got your prog metal elements as well. We don't just get to 100 and stay there. We do have those moments throughout the song to really change things up. Exactly. And this is a perfect closer for the show. This is perfect. So we've got to talk running order. And I think the biggest winner of the running order of the draw was Australia. I don't think we could have done any better. And when it's all about getting out of the semi-final for Australia in a public vote 100% thing for the first time, which Australia is nervous about, that was the perfect draw. They're going to smash that ending. Yeah, absolutely. And you were right. The staging opportunities here are so, so good. The synth opening to the massive rock finish. We've got an opportunity to be really taken on a journey here. And we know the band want to give this everything. So I'm hoping they've got some really good ideas up there to make this unforgettable. Yeah, and Danny's such a great front man. He's such a great front man and he's going to be out the front. They're great live performers, all of them. Alex does great backing vocals as well. Then you see like Simone in the background with Scott doing their little kick things as well. And Ash is the drummer as well. They just all have their own little personalities that come through when they do that live performance. And their experience is going to come through as well. And the last thing is they get Eurovision. They know what the song contest is about. This is something that is a very well-crafted, very cleverly put together song that appears to be very just a rock band doing their thing. Oh no, it's a lot more organized deceivingly so I think yeah and I'll pick up on that as well I think it's their enthusiasm and love for the contest that is evident and I think it comes across and that gives them a real warmth and a and a real connectability for the audience as well all right well we've that's probably the most pros we've had on everything but hey we've listened to it a lot we've analyzed the song a lot of course but we've got to talk about the drawbacks we do with every single song so I have to say first listen there's a lot going on. I think we've seen that with the reactors. I think even the first time we saw it, I was like, whoa, I, you know, we just got hit with an experience. And for a lot of people, that is just going to be too much, even with an amazing live performance. Some people are just going to be like, well, that was all a bit too much for me. Yeah, I do think it's great to try and showcase everything you can do into three minutes, but I'm not sure we get enough time to enjoy each of the elements. It's not their fault. We have a three-minute rule, but there is a lot going on, particularly for those first-time listeners. Yeah, and I sort of mentioned before about that performing to the arena and performing to TV. This is something we brought up in Australia Size as well last year. And we've seen at the pre-parties. They're an incredible live band. From those Australia Decides few years that we watched, it was Electric Fields and Voyager who just brought the house down in the arena. I do think Voyager were better than Electric Fields at connecting down that camera. But at times, at still, they got, I think, a bit overexcited from the crowd and lost that focus for camera. Now, they're going to rehearse a huge amount, but at the same time, that balance is very hard to get right. And even if they nail what they think the balance is, 
it could still be the wrong type. It's so hard for a band at Eurovision. Yeah, I think there's a really good uh, starting point for this one because of the synth opening, that it can just take a breath and really focus on the TV audience because that is so important to make that connection. Yes, it's great to wear everyone in the stadium, but your votes are coming through the TV screen, so they do have to make time for that. I'm also going to say the chorus itself, it's got a wonderful sing-along element to it, but it can come across as a little bit basic. And I've witnessed quite a few people say on first reaction at times, ooh, is that it, when it gets to the chorus. Let's say we get to the grand final, which I'm feeling pretty confident about. We have a jury at that point. And weirdly, for the first time, Australia might be worried about the jury. (laughs) (laughs) I do think, A, number one, the genre is always questionable with the jury and how they're going to treat it. And also, will they treat something like that as the chorus? Will they mark that down a little bit in their uh, approach on it? Yeah, the final one I've got here, Dale. It's not just juries that might just question the genre. It's some viewers. Rock isn't for everybody. And I think once that first guitar, you know, really kicks in in that first chorus, you're going to have a percentage of people that go, oh, oh not for me, thanks. It's, it's just the nature of it. And last one for me, running order. Uh, grand final, if we get there, it's going to be so important. Traditionally, the closes of semi two, if they draw the first half, they've pretty much always opened the show in recent years. That will be an absolute killer. It will kill them. It's just too much from an opener to go all the way through. If they get a good running order, they can do well. But if they don't, it could really hurt their chances. And that always says, we always say, it says something if you're if we need that running order to work. I think it does say something about the chances of the song. Well, as always, Dale, it isn't just our thoughts that go into these review and rank series. It is also those of the Aussie Vision contributors. Now, obviously, we won't have rankings on this one, but we will still have some comments, won't we? Exactly. We do still want to hear from the Aussie Vision team. We don't know where they would have ranked it, but I have a feeling it would have been pretty high. But we're going to hear from two of the Aussie Vision team members here. We're going to hear from Liv and we're going to hear from Kyriakos. I think for the sake of my soul insanity, I always try and tamper my expectations of the Aussie entries a bit, but like I've decided to completely throw that out the window because I'm just so excited about Promise. I cannot shut up about it to my friends and family. It has so many intricacies in the sound, the production. I love the way they all vibe off each other. There's just so much experience in the room. I love this mesh of different genres. It all comes together and we're just eating. It's just got absolutely everything, an absolute buffet of sound. I love the messaging. Like I remember the day the song came out and it was like, I was having a magnet day at work, basically, and I was singing to myself in my head, since you told me everything's all right. And I was like, thank you, Voyager. I really needed to hear that. That makes me feel really good. I just love the whole vibe. I love them and I wish them the absolute best and most brilliant time at Eurovision. I am so glad Australia has changed direction and sent a band for the first time and a metal band. We are sending a song that is quintessentially Australian sounding and something we have not sent before, which I love. The band are great ambassadors for the contest and they love Eurovision and have been begging to go for such a long time. And I think the song itself offers so many moments that I could just picture on stage uh, from the growl uh, to Simone's guitar moment. I can see lots of things for televoters to want to pick up the phone and vote for. Also, I do think vocally, Danny offers a lot of peaks and troughs, which makes the song 
quite interesting, even though the lyrics are rather simple. But it's all about every band member shining, and this group really know how to do that. I think one thing that comes through with both of them is that connection with the band. Like, Liv's vibing with them completely, loves that we're going, is telling everyone about it. As Kyriakos says, love that we're sending this genre. Okay, it's more metal, but Australia is very known for um, rock. And so sending something like that as well with these folks who just get it and they connect with fans so well. That's got to be an important thing because they have that immediate connection. We didn't get to know them massively before Australia decides and the country loved them. And I think a lot of Europe might as well. Yeah, they've been great ambassadors, haven't they? I loved Liv was so into the musicality of it and getting into the different genres and the instrumentation, etc. And you're right, the general vibe. You could just see how happy she was. And Kiri... Yeah, I totally agree. It's just a breath of fresh air for Australia, it's, and it's something that's really going to hit home, fingers crossed, with people in Europe. And one thing which I cannot believe I didn't mention, because I love it, it's one of my favourite bit, uh, what Kiri said there, the growl. Like, <laughs> can I just come back to that really quickly? Because I think just as you're kind of thinking, oh yeah, this is a pretty good, a good rock song, whatever, you're going to hit that growl immediately people are going to go, I want to vote for that song. Mm, another element in there. It's very, very good. Very smart. All right, Dale, well, I'll kick us off on the wrap on this one. I'm incredibly happy Voyager was selected to go to Liverpool and represent Australia. No act in this country deserves it more than they do. Watching them at the pre-parties and seeing them embrace this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity has just been fantastic. I can't say I'm a massive prog metal fan personally, but Promise really, really does deliver. I never get tired of listening to it, and it's definitely one of the entries I'm most looking forward to to seeing on stage, and I would be saying that if I wasn't Australian. That's a pretty good wrap there. For me, again, this is an entry Australia can be proud of. I think Australians have hurt when we don't get a good tally vote score, and to watch those pre-parties and to see those crowds just absolutely loving them so much it just warms my heart and makes me feel loved as an Australian and so I think I would just hope that we can you know even just qualifying on a 100% public vote would be a massive thing I think we're sending something new for us it's not you know a new genre of course and but it's different and it represents um, a type of music that Australia is known internationally for They're amazing ambassadors and they get Eurovision and are genuine fans. I think they will do us proud and I'm kind of weirdly quietly confident and if you know me I think we're gonna like I get to the stadium think we're gonna not qualify every year basically because I freak out but I'm feeling pretty good about this. I think they will qualify and I think they've got a sneaky chance for a semi-final win. I'm gonna put that out there and I think the running order will be everything for the final and the good one I think a left-hand side of the scoreboard is every possibility with them as well. I love the whole song. I've said all the reasons why I do for it. I'll stop now but Whatever happens, I'm really proud of this entry we've sent. Yeah, I'm proud of it. And I think um, hopefully the staging, I reckon, will match it as well. Should it be a big, big show for Liverpool? Exactly. And in the event that it is Australia's last roll of the dice at Eurovision, we don't know. Obviously, contracts finishes at 2023. Um, this would be a pretty epic way to go out. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, thanks for joining us on this review one. Yes, um, and vote for Australia, please. <laughs> Thank you. 
as always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.